We are delighted to have another edition of the Low J Book Club. Richard Chismar is joining us. He's New York Times bestselling author. His latest book, Chasing the Boogeyman, a novel. Holy crap, Richard. So good. <laughs> hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, oh my gosh. my gosh. All right. So you co-authored a book with Stephen King called Gwendy's Button Box. I think there were two books, right? There were two so far, and the third one, actually, Gwendy's Final Task, is uh, coming out in February of next year. And that Steve and I wrote that one together also. And how did you, like, are you, how did you and Stephen King become writing compadres? I... I started a little magazine called Cemetery Dance way back in 1988 when I was in college. And um, it was horror, suspense, that kind of thing. And, and right from the very beginning, I always sent copies up to up to Stephen King's office in Bangor because he was, you know, the reason I was doing this stuff. Right. And um, over the years, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to publish some stories of his and then some limited edition books of his. And at some point, the business, you know, relationship became a friendship. And uh, and then, yeah, one day we were just talking about stories and collaborations. And he mentioned to me that he had a, a story called Gwendy's Button Box that he couldn't finish. And he sent it to me the next morning. And uh, that's how it happened. I mean, it's complete, complete shock. And, and I, I would say dream come true, but I, I never dreamed that big before. Yeah, oh, no that, kidding. That's amazing. So Chasing the Boogeyman, is this your first novel? It's technically my first novel. Mm-hmm. I wrote the second Gwendy book by myself. You did. He was on a deadline and work, working on something else. And, it, and it, they, they, they coined it as a novel, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's technically it's a little short. It's a long novella. So this is my first full-length, you know, novel in my 50s. And, uh, you know, I, I tell people that with Gwendy, I kind of became a, an overnight, uh, you know, um, bestseller at, at you know, after being in the business for almost 30 years. And now here I am in my 50s and I've got my first novel on the shelves. And I, I, we agree with uh, Stephen King that is compulsive reading and scary. So give people the setup of Chasing the Boogeyman. Um, Chasing the Boogeyman takes, it, it takes you back to my hometown of Edgewood, Maryland, um, back in the summer of 1988. And uh, at the time I was, I, I, I just graduated from college and I moved back to Edgewood into the, the house I grew up in with my parents. Uh, I was engaged and, and my fiance, my fiance and I decided we'd save some money. And I'd live at home until the wedding nine months down the road. And, uh, yeah, some bad stuff was happening in, in, in the town. Um, and I was there to witness it and chasing the boogeyman is just, it, it's just kind of, you know, as true as it can get until you get to the murders. And then, and then I'm a little, uh, inventive but uh but yeah i i you know it's about an innocent time and an innocent place that uh you know bad things have invaded and and i mean it is a blend of fiction true crime and memoir i mean when i got to the end of the book i mean you blew my mind Mm -hmm. okay blew my mind (laughs) um will you tell me because i really thought everything that i was reading I mean, I yep. didn't really know what I was reading, we but didn't. I kept turning the pages. And then you've got photographs and other media in the book that was just really adding to the whole layer of mystery. Why'd you do that? Uh, I really wanted to Blair Witch, you know, the the audience. I mm-hmm. wanted to play it as real from start to finish. 
And that was something my 22 year old son very early on was like, dad, you're going to get sued. You can't do this. You know, you're going to drive the property values in Edgewood down because they're going to think <laughs> right. that the serial killer preyed on the town. And, and I just blew that off. I'm like, Billy, you know, we don't even know if anyone's going to read this thing. You know, we'll see. And when I sold it to Simon Schuster, a wonderful editor named Ed Schlesinger, he very quickly introduced me to the legal department at, at Simon <laughs> Schuster. And they, they pretty much said, yeah, Rich, we're not going to do that. Um, but the reason for the photographs, I wanted to add authenticity. And, and I, I, I love that the book jacket doesn't advertise them because the reader just, you know, flips the pages and all of a sudden there are pictures of the people they just read about and the places they just read about. So it immediately, for, you know, hopefully it immediately adds a layer of, oh, wow, is this real? Did, wait a minute, what, what's happening? And then, like you said, if, if the story's good enough, you'll keep flipping pages and then you keep seeing pictures. And at some point, I've had a lot of readers say they Googled, you know, names and incidents yes. and, and because they were convinced. We're, we're, we were we're shocked. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but the book is Chasing the Boogeyman. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Richard Chesmar. And um, Richard, what did it... Okay, so you said this is really your first novel as a 50-year-old um, man. And what, do you, what did you think when you were done with the book? Did you know you had a hit? No, no. I, what's funny is I didn't even tell my agent. Um, this was not the book that I had agreed I would write next. Okay. Um and but when I, when the idea came, I was like, oh boy, I, I want to do this. So I just sat down and I and I wrote it, and it came very quickly. I wrote the first draft in in maybe three months. Um, it, it it all just kind of poured out, and I like to tell people this. I felt like I was just uncovering the story. It was there already, you know, fully formed. Um, and uh, and it was wasn't until I was finished that I sent it to her, and I, I still remember saying, you know, this is what it is. It's there's photographs. It's a true crime format, but. I'm the main character and I'm a very much a behind the scenes guy. I don't, I don't get out much. I don't go to a lot of conventions or book conferences. So to, for me to kind of put myself in the spotlight was a really odd decision. And she agreed and, and definitely was wary going in. Um, fortunately she read it and came back and her exact words. She said, Rich, you won me over. Don't change a thing. You know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll edit it down the line, but no, we got, cause she asked, what if we, I mean, what if someone makes an offer, but they don't want you to be the main character? And I right. said, well, depends on the offer. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was a very different book, but it was the way the story needed to be told in my eyes. And once I started writing and I realized that I couldn't fake it, you know, mm-hmm. this, this nameless narrator or give them a name, it, it was me. And I mm-hmm. wasn't even going to try to fake it. I was just going to write about myself. And it's, I like that. Oh my too. Gosh, I like I that too. part of it because, uh, you're writing about your boyhood Ex- experiences. It reminded, I guess, Julia and I, because uh, we would have grown up like in the same time, yes. 60s, 70s, you know, it was a completely different time. It really was. There was a, a freedom yeah. there that uh, kids that, that grew that up loved. in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s really had. And I guess even into the 80s. Mm-hmm. But um, why do you yeah, think... the beginning of the 80s. Yeah. Why do you think, Richard... Um, why are we so fascinated with serial <laughs> killer stories? I think, you know, people ask me, someone just asked me recently, they said, what's your favorite, you know, what is your favorite uh, monster? And I said, well, I don't have any favorite monsters because I'm a big scaredy cat. I said, but my favorite one to write about is the human monster. Mm-hmm. Because to me, they're the most terrifying because they're, they, they can be anywhere. Right. They, you know, and I, at a very early age, I, I, I carried that with me. The fact that, you know, I grew up in this, you know, working class town named Edgewood. 
Um, everyone on the surface seemed pretty darn friendly, but, uh, you know, I, I was aware really early on that, that people wear masks and they don't let you see the real, you know, them, what's underneath. And, you know, once I started reading about serial killers and learning about them, they, that was the most terrifying monster to me because they could be anywhere. They could be behind, you know, be behind your next door neighbor's front door and closed window, you know, closed curtains. And, uh, so to me, there was nothing scarier to, to bring into my hometown than, than a human monster. Well, we would agree, Lori. You were so obsessed with serial killers growing up, too, Lori. Well, you no, were. I think. I think for me, the thing the, where I really got turned on to true crime is I read Helter Skelter. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that was just a. Fa- it read like fiction, right. but it was true. And I think that's when mm-hmm. I got kind of got hooked. Do you see this? Um, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Richard um, Ch- is Chismar. 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 Chasing the Boogeyman is the book. Chismar. Um, Do you see this being like a limited series or something, Richard? Do you see how that could play out? Um, I would love to see that happen. I mean, there's definitely some interest in it. And and now that we're into the first week of publication and and the reviews have been, you know, really positive and the sales have been strong, um, there's been even more interest. So I hope so. I mean, I think, you know, a, a movie producer who was interested they described it as the Wonder Years meet Silence of the Lambs, and I thought that you know what, yeah. it's a really good description because it's it's uh, it, it, in, in, it, in reality it's just this campfire story. It's really an old fashioned campfire story told in a new way, mm-hmm. and I think everyone can kind of relate to it because of that. You know, it's one of those traditional. Uh, you know, Stephen King just called it a creep fest in a tweet the other day, which I was very grateful for, and I thought, you know what. It's a good word. It's a creep fest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations to you. We're delighted. We have to ask you, what is the last great book that you read? Oh, the last great book that I read. I just read, um, and, and it's not out yet. It's a, it's a book by a writer named Christopher Golden, and uh, it's called Road of Bones. And I think it's coming out. It's definitely coming out this fall. But, good. Uh, it's it's set it's set in like Siberia or something, and it's it's set uh, you know on a a, a true basis on this road that was built on the bones of the of of the people, the prisoners who built it, and it's ah. it's it's scary as hell. Oh, so Lori would love that. Good. All right, Richard, are you because you know you with the success of Gwendy's Button Box, and then the next book, and now with Chasing the Boogie, Boogeyman, do you have a lot of other authors who send you a a book to read, and then they want you to blurb it? Yes, yeah, that's that's. Uh, that's one of the cool things. I mean, I've been doing this for, you know, 30 something years as far as being in the publishing mm-hmm. you know, business. And I've always thought the neatest thing is to get, you know, to get arcs, to get advanced reading copies or even manuscripts from other authors ahead of time. I, uh, to me, that's still the, one of the biggest bonuses and I'm a big book nerd. So to, to get uh, an advanced copy of something and then to have them ask you, you know, Hey, if you like it, will you send me a blurb or an endorsement? That that's even cooler. So yeah, yeah I'm easy to please, but that, that still makes my day. Well, what a treat meeting you. You've made our you day. You've made our you. day of being sad about Charlie Watts uh, just a little bit better. No. no, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm glad you both liked it. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my that's my town, Edgewood, and it kind of feels neat that I've introduced it to a bigger audience. Yeah, yes. it's very cool. We're, we're going to follow you on Twitter, Richard Chismar. Also, you've got a Facebook page. We've got a couple copies of the book to give away. So thank you, Richard, for thank that. You. And thanks for being with us. 
Oh, thank you both so much. Have a great day. You too. Right, fingers crossed for that limited no series. 651-641-1071 if you'd like your chance to win uh, one of the books. Chasing the Boogeyman is the book. It's a page turner. We'll be right back.